In this bulletin, FIFA honors late U.S. journalist who passed away while covering the World Cup. Fears for those missing after an apartment explosion on the island of Jersey. And in sport, Morocco becomes the first African nation to reach the World Cup semi-finals. With the latest from the SBS newsroom, I'm Assam Al-Ghalib. Federal Energy Minister Chris Bowen has dismissed any suggestion that the government's energy price plan could fuel inflation. The four-point plan, agreed on by state and federal governments last week, will cap for 12 months the price of black coal at $125 a ton and the price of gas at $12 a gigajoule within about a week. The Commonwealth will also transfer $1.5 billion to the states and territories to cut energy bills for eligible households and small businesses, which Treasury modeling suggests will save the average home around $230. Speaking to Sky News, Mr. Bowen says the plan was designed specifically not to raise inflation. The Treasury has been very clear on their advice to us on that point, uh, so is the Reserve Bank, uh, that this is not expansionary, that this uh, reduces inflation. Uh, the Secretary of the Treasury has made that crystal clear um, of at least half a percent of inflation, so that argument just doesn't hold water. Might have if we'd done it a different way, a less well-designed way, but that's not what we're doing. Also speaking to Sky News, Opposition Energy Minister Ted O'Brien claims the plan will not work. The Prime Minister said it's going to work differently in every single state and territory. They don't know how much people are going to get. Um, they don't know how it's actually going to be implemented, given they're working off a Commonwealth database. Um, so again, they are calling for the Parliament to sign off on something, and they have no idea how it's going to work. The New South Wales government has announced a record number of scholarships for aspiring early childhood educators, as the sector continues to grapple with the staffing shortages. A $281.6 million investment in the early childhood education and care workforce will go towards supporting 18,000 early childhood teachers in their studies over the next four years. Minister for Education and Early Learning Sarah Mitchell says the funding will help build a stronger and brighter future for the state's families. She adds that the scholarship recipients will be able to deepen their understanding of early childhood environments and gain additional skills to offer the highest quality education and care. A school in Melbourne's southeast is using sport to tackle racism and social inequality with a program that shows how playing in a team can bring people together. Student Jamal al-Sheikh runs the Reflect Forward program, running workshops with children from primary school through to high school, encouraging students to open up about their own personal experiences. It comes after he was a victim of a racially fueled attack when living in Turkey, which almost cost him his life. With a number of athletes recording videos about their experiences with racism, Mr. El-Sheikh says he hopes it will teach children the importance of equality. Create a space for them to really talk about it. And I guess the way we go about our programs is we... Racism is a very dark topic. It's a very heavy topic. And for us, we merge that with sports and the power of athletes and how they can really drive change. And he's hoping the recent success of the Socceroos can help drive the discussion even further. U.S. sports journalist Grant Wall has been honored with a tribute from football governing body FIFA at the desk he was supposed to work at for the World Cup quarterfinal match between France and England. Posey of White Lilies and a framed photograph of Mr. Wall taken in Qatar were laid at the media seat he had been assigned. The 48-year-old journalist died at the World Cup in the early hours of Saturday morning. 
He fell ill while working during extra time of the Argentina-Netherlands game on Friday and was rushed to hospital. Mr. Wall was working as an independent journalist at the World Cup and wrote a story before his death that was critical of Qatar's attitude towards the death of migrant workers. Three people...